Hello! Hello? Hello, everybody, and welcome to Brumvagoon. You will not get there on a road bike, even if it's not at all the topic of today. And even if some weeks ago, actually some days ago, was new bike day for Stefano. And the one that was the new bike of the new bike day was exactly a road bike. So I will get there as soon as possible also with a road bike. Yes, I do. Uh, I believe that anyways, anybody needs a new bike from time to time. Any cyclist. And even if you are not a cyclist, you know, you need a new bike some days because it's what we need. Once Danny from Cycle Store Zurich told me because new bike day is something that we have inside since we when we were kids and it must arrive from time to time and it must arrive soon you cannot wait so yeah uh, stop with this kind of philosophy bullshit around but i need to the to tell you something so yes i got a new bike it's a3t and uh, so i have at the moment the uh, land uh, 3t Exploro that still is gonna be with me and still I'm gonna ride it as much as I can For example during the Lando Imperator and now I have a Strada a 3t Strada and uh, It is super new with the new uh, SRAM AXS or red AXS wireless whatever it's so beautiful people I got a blast today um, I just came back one hour ago, one hour and a half, just the time on getting a smoothie with um, some uh, chimpanzee stuff and to have a shower, to go out, to buy something for dinner and here I'm recording. So it was a 50 kilometers with 1000 meters altitude, so positive ascent and uh, it was my first ride on this beauty and I'm super happy. I'm still pretty confident that I will not need the, the second uh, chain ring. So it's gonna be a one by. It is a one by, and it's gonna be forever a one by. And hopefully, I'm not gonna need it. I'm not gonna need a second one. Sorry, people. If I'm gonna something like talk not in a proper way, it's just because I'm a bit tired. Take with it. It was also a long weekend. I'm gonna tell you in one second. But yeah, I was climbing my classical back door mountains today, and I felt super good. I got on all the uphills. I got mostly. Uh, seasonal records and also one personal record so this means that I'm doing good what do you think and the group itself it's such an amazing thing the only thing that actually disappoints me a bit is are the dust the disc brakes of SRAM they are pretty noisy also in the Explorer is the same thing they're pretty noisy you just need something like a small layer of dust or just one grain of dust and it starts starts screaming as crazy yeah that's something I'm gonna go again to uh, to the cycle store to Alex and I'm gonna tell him to fix this problem but I'm so happy and so happy I think I'm gonna have an amazing holy week with my new 3T Strada is the red one. It's 3T Strada red, and the color is kind of a smooth red, and it's great. I don't want to talk all the time about my new bike, even if I could. I can tell you that I could, but just I want to say thank you again for to 3T. They lent me, as I was saying, um, my 3T Explorer with 
well, with that I'm doing a lot of amazing rides this year and also right now I bought from them the 3T Strada that is gonna be with me for a lot of years super happy super happy new bike day it's great bike day if you want to watch a bit of the pictures that are around a, of my new bicycle you can just go to instagram instagram.com uh, slash calamaro cc or calamaro like somebody like to say and then on twitter there's no pictures over there but there are some words and they are cool and it's read calamaro my handle over there uh you can go on strava as well if you want look for, for look for my name and surname I will not tell you which one is my surname. You can find it out. And uh, even if I, th I believe that if you write Broom Wagoon on Strava, you will find something. I don't know. I believe so. Otherwise, what I wanted to tell you, yes. And then Broom Wagoon is also on Spreaker, Spotify, Apple Podcast, and Google Podcast. I think it's all. So I was telling you that today, even if it was a long weekend, today I could not wait to ride my bicycle. So I got the bicycle last week. I could not ride it because it was raining and stuff for the whole week. And the weekend I was out, I was, I was with some friends. I've been friend with them since ages right now. And uh, we were together for the weekend. So it was a lot of drinking, a lot of not so much sleeping, let's say. But anyways, today after half a day of work, I really wanted to go out with a bicycle. Legs were stiff, but feelings were amazing. So last weekend was this, and next weekend just remember that the 14th, I think, the 14th of April in Cesena is La Resistente weekend. Saturday, La Resistente, a tour, a ride, a race, call it whatever. Um, yes. Uh, on the amazing spots of the partisan, the resistant, the Italian resistant, against faces and nazis. So, if you want to meet with me, just go on the starting point. I will be sitting on a table, allow everybody to start riding the bicycle on La Resistente. Lele told me that you need to have. I don't know, you need to, uh, to have a card, a subscription, I think it's the WISP, something like an association uh, from Italy, um, subscription in order to participate. No worries, if you come and you see my face, I will let you pass anyways. So look, at for, look for my face, otherwise Lele is going to complain and is going to get some troubles out there. So come to me, you're going to participate anyways. Um, yes, uh... So, Broom Wagoon, you will not get there on a road bike anyways. Today we are going to talk about something else, not properly bicycle, but we are going to talk a bit more about environment and a bit more about gears and jerseys and induments that you are putting on yourself, apparels that you are putting on yourself while riding the bicycle. You all know, right, that I've been talking with a lot of people out there on this topic, but today I wanted to interview the second twin of the Velitz family on uh, some design of a new line, the alternative line of Isador. And you're gonna know more, but just to give you just a small hint, I can tell you that this is a line, a clothing line, all produced from recycled PAT bottles, so plastic. 
I think it's a great point and I think it's, it was a great interview. If you want to listen to that, just have fun. It's straight after my voice here. And yeah, uh, in today's episode, it's gonna be kind of a small deja vu. I will never forget my first episode of Broom Wagon or Broom Wagon, like I like to call it right now in a fancy way, before it was really in the Mediterranean way, Broom Wagon. In my first episode of this podcast, it was with Peter Velitz talking about Isador and the approach of Isador on the world of cycling. On the first season, Isador was uh, a support sponsor for this podcast. But I still like to have there on my side and everything that's starting. I starting something new, whatever I call the Isador and Peter and Martin. So today I have the pleasure and the honor to talk with Martin Velitz. Hi, Martin. How are you doing? Hi, Stefano. Good to talk to you. Yes, it's super good also for me. Finally, we found a spot feasible for the both of us because you are traveling a lot, because you are launching a lot of super new and cool stuff in this moment. So it was not easy actually to find, let's say, half an hour, one hour to talk with you. You're pretty busy. Yeah, I mean, it's, a, it's the time of the you know spring-summer collection coming out. So it's always really crazy around. And then at the same time, planning the autumn-winter, which is... The design and development is just being finished and uh, we're going to shoot it actually by the end of the month. Uh, so, uh, yeah, it's, it's a busy time over here for sure. <laughs> cool, cool. So a lot of travels in warm side of the world where to take some picture and do the shootings. I can feel it. Yeah, that's the, that's, that's the easy part. Yeah, <laughs> this is the enjoyable part. <laughs> cool. So I think that everybody out there knows you martin just be really sincere on that but probably for whom doesn't know you could be super helpful if you can give us a pre um, an introduction about yourself right sure so i, I was i mean the first part of my life or i mean the, uh, yeah well let's start from the from the very beginning like I'm, uh, let's do that i was i was lucky enough to be 11 years professional cyclist for one of the biggest teams in the world like HTC High Road was a really, really cool team. It, it doesn't exist anymore, but I, I guess for, for that time, which is maybe already seven, eight years ago, was one of the, like, really the most advanced or most, uh, uh, you know, coolest teams on the blog, I would say. And then I was, then I spent the, the rest of my career or the second half of my career at the Quick Step, uh, which is obviously, you know, the, one of the biggest and most winning teams right now. So that's, that's one part of my life, which was 11 years. And uh, yeah, and uh, but before I actually uh, quit cycling or retired, you can you can say, I, I started with Peter, my brother, as you mentioned, Isador, uh, the clothing, clothing, cycling clothing brand, uh, which is, what is it, fifth year? And, uh, oh, wow. So for, for, for five years now, I. I also dedicate my time and life and energy to, to the product side of, of Isador. Well, and we are going to focus a bit more today, if you agree with that, a bit more on the second part of your life. You're pretty young anyways, but yeah, and the second part of your life. So when you quit or even when you were still riding, but when you focus a bit more on the building of a brand of Isador. Now for Isador, you are you are the one that is actually behind the uh, designing and really producing all the gears that are out there. How everything happened? When did you start being so passionate about 
uh, design of bicycle clothing and also in the production itself. So looking for materials and fabrics and yeah, when and how everything started. Yeah, so uh, it started five years ago, was then maybe even yeah before we were launched six, five years ago. But so it, but it, it took a couple of months to really prepare everything, and so it started as a side project for me and Peter as we were seeking like uh, after six or seven years of professionals, we were trying to look for a little another motivation or let's call it like like a mental exercise for us, you know, because once being in the cycle of professional cyclists, it's 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 a great life, it's a super life. And uh, but somehow it's it started to be not enough uh, for me and Peter, so we're looking for 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 another challenge. So and um, but I mean like you know you, you ride your bike your whole life. It's not like you have some any formal like. But I mean I I have a high school or gymnasium you call it uh, with Peter. Yes. Uh, but we we didn't have a, we don't have a university also. We don't have really some kind of uh, special skills I would say. So. We we had to do something on our own and something that was pretty close still to cycling that we knew our whole life. So the the clothing was uh, somehow a natural natural way to uh, to start something, and um, and I was always uh, kind of more on the aesthetic side, or I had my aesthetic opinion on things, and I and I liked uh, uh, good looking things in, in terms of design, not only clothing, and. Uh, so it was from the beginning very obvious that I'm gonna take the product side of the of the job and Peter's gonna take the rest of the responsibilities. But I mean, yeah, it it sounds very formal or very very uh, structured as I, as I say it now. But at the beginning it was really just a, like a side project and and just doing doing something that we never did before and learning every day and uh, and just trying to trying to. Uh, you know, challenge ourselves and and come with a something something new that we can call our call ourselves. So the idea was to do basically cycling clothing that we would wear if we don't have to wear the the team clothing. Mm-hmm. And obviously, we're trying to you know come with something relevant or something something else to the market. Well, super cool. So um, if I can actually maybe shape a bit more what you were telling us, it sounds like actually while you were riding together or training together back home, maybe in the off season and stuff like this, you just decided to go into this process of, okay, what should we do if we want? So what should we wear if we want, if we would design and produce our own cycling line? That's why you came out with Isador and because probably your attitude was a bit more into the creative side, while Peter's attitude was a bit more on the spreadsheet side. You actually kind of split the tasks in that way. Even if I, well, correct me if I'm wrong, when you are starting something, so in the startup phase, there is not a a real definition of roles, right? You just sit together, you decide what you want to do, and then the both of you are doing something right yeah, exactly like everybody is doing something and everything and and at the same time nothing yeah but uh yeah it's exactly as you say like it, i still remember it to this day like when we actually we were on a ride in california where we went always for a like private training camp to enjoy the california in november and we were like talking what would we do and uh what would it be and so the, the cycling clothing was a was the obvious choice and then we were talking like okay but how what should we do? What should we bring? So to be to, uh, so that it comes from us. So that it's and then from the beginning it was it was 
really obvious for us that it needs to come from our own aesthetic point of view and it has to be really authentic that it would it would everything that we ever do would have be it would have to be something that I want to wear myself. So that's that's really the simplest idea of how we started. Cool. And then if we can go on this direction, um Yes, actually, you can, anyways, you can really uh, make a frame work as you want on that. But if you would have to design the principles behind Isadore, what would you name? Yeah, I tapped into, into a little bit like, uh, so it had to be something that come within us, within me and Peter's uh, references, or call it, or call it aesthetic point of view. So and our own personalities so it was really easy to put it on a paper how how it should look like and or what should be the framework be about or what should be the guidelines and i mean me and peter we are really we're kind of uh, i would say that we would need to you know we would need to specify our our uh personalities so me and peter we are really uh young guys that uh, don't need you know flashy things and like more of the the understated or effortless you know things that uh, uh, that we were always either liking or or, or buying and uh, so this is this had to reflect uh, the the product we were doing so i would i would say it was always it would always have to be like understated and effortless and then at the same time something that will last you know that is not too trendy and that it's it's kind of the opposite that is timeless and it always need to be like essential you know the that we are bringing something to the market that uh, that makes sense you know and that is relevant so uh, this is what we what we try what we trying to do till now and how we also started and this is uh, this is kind of a guidelines we, we we give to ourselves of course and then also everyone that we start working with on on Isador and uh just basically wanted to do something that comes from us and that is not like you know generic just i mean I'm, I'm tapping into a little bit of the of the development of the of the of the products or the design of the product that every product we do it's it's kind of it's it's made from a, from a bottom up you know that it's not it's not it's nothing like uh, you take uh, some generic jersey and you're gonna print it with your colors or with some kind of flashy or trendy pattern you know, it's it. It was always that we 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 source the materials ourselves. We we do the the patterns, the fit ourselves. We always try to uh, you know question the, the the standard fit or the standard lines of of the patterns of a cycling jersey, and we try to uh, uh, try to bring something new, especially like if you talk about the the fit uh, or the or the patterns in the in the more performance line that we do. So uh, these are these are the kind of guidelines or the framework we we started and we still you know it's something written into kind of a book uh, that we we need to follow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, it's really really perfect. I can uh, I can really see that. And uh, if we can go a bit more deep into it, you were talking about uh, the line themselves, so um, the line that the jersey have and things like this. And the thing that I can see actually, apart from some line and some line that are a bit more, let's say, racing. Uh, 
designed for racing and racing related thing. But mostly the thing that I can see actually is that Isador is made obviously high performance clothing, high performance gears, high performance uh, apparel, but actually to have, that are always keeping an eye also on the relaxed way. So something like something that must not be completely tight and completely uh, squeezed on you, but actually something that actually it's also good to have while you are stopping to drink a coffee. Is it like this? That's why you were also mentioning something like before that it was something like easygoing and similar things. Is it the is this something that actually reflects as well your brand? Yeah, exactly. Like from the the beginning of the very first collection, let's call it, or the first, very first lineup of the of the products we did, we did like what would we wear if we you know retire tomorrow? So I okay, I mean. We were riding bikes for 20 years and uh, we, we did, I don't know, hundreds of races. So uh, you can imagine that once I'm, I'm going to start uh, or I'm, I'm going to stop with uh, with professional riding, I'm not going to be pinning my number, you know, in in, in some kind of uh, Grand Fondos or so, so that I, that I want to really enjoy cycling in some other way. So uh, it was always about, or it started to be, as, as you say, like a lifestyle, lifestyle line, but where at the same time, the 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 look of the look of it should be you know uh, easy going but uh, we always uh, we always took care of the 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 one like the, the couple of priorities we always said was the the fit and functionality has to be you know that I'm still gonna look well at the coffee shop as you said or having a coffee in the clothes but at the same time the fit and functionality of the jersey has to withstand if i if i'm gonna wear it for one hour ride or or six hour whole day ride you know that means in in terms of of fit and the the the, the choice of the fabrics or choice of the materials we, we we're making uh, for every product so it's a it's like it's kind of a fusion of these two things that we try to to put together and as we as we grew over the years we we, we try to accommodate of course the the lifestyle line is the is the core of the brand and at the same time we started to again like challenge ourselves or, or trying to at the same time accommodate uh, the needs of, of of also customers that they uh, they might want to you know have uh, more performance driven ambitions so that we started this performance line of echelon we call it where we where we, where we use more aggressive uh, fit and cut and uh, and uh, and at the, at the same time like really uh, high performance fabric and materials and then then we started to do urban cycling or city cycling then we then we have a, a small line for the whole day riding or I mean all day uh, all weather uh, kit so uh, every time we see there is an opportunity and there is still plenty of uh, how we could serve or what 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 new or what else we can bring to the market and we and we try to develop and then we try to uh, bring it in the best possible way yes um you were actually touch basing uh, at a certain point the material topic and yeah just to be completely sincere with everybody out there Today, we are here to talk exactly about that. The last thing that came out that actually completely blew my mind out was the alternative line. So maybe it's better 
instead of myself giving the context, just starting in that way, can you tell us a bit more about the alternative line? Yeah, sure. So that, that's something something really new, as you said, um, yeah. in this way. But at the same time, it is a, it is a connection what we, what we were also doing from the very beginning. So the alternative line is, is kind of a natural outcome of, of, you know, of the efforts we are doing since the since the inception of the brand since we since, since we put it on the paper like okay how does it should look like what does it should stand for you know so we always had this even before like i mean five six years ago the sustainable sustainability topic was not you know the cool one yet or wasn't you know really that everyone would really try to tap into but it was something again like coming within us within me and peter so we said from the beginning uh, i mean you can imagine uh when we were getting the, the cycling clinic from our team every year you know you get uh, you can plenty and, and, and dozens and dozens of products you know and all they are all wrapped in a, in a plastic bags and once you unpacked all of them there is like a big big pile of plastic bags we always you know you kind of produce when you when you're getting the team clothing and so that was one of the first thing when we said okay like we, we never want to uh, pack our pack our products in plastic so we want to make a nice packaging that will be already uh, kind of a treat uh, itself but at the same time it will come from the recycled sources or uh, from responsible uh, resources so that was the one thing that we uh, I think you tapped into it also like we, we produce everything locally that means within Czech and Slovakia and, and uh, from Italian suppliers of, of fabrics so everything is within European Union and uh, so you can imagine the the transport the transport impact on the environment is far easier or far smaller than you know doing it uh, half, a, half a world away uh, so these these were all all the efforts uh, that were actually from the beginning and adding up. And alternative is, is kind of natural outcome of, of from all of this because as I started to go to this to this fashion or to this uh, uh, technical fabric fairs, you could see from year to year that there there start to be more and more opportunities to uh, to really have to really make uh, the the better choice the the more green choice and. Uh, and really just from last year uh, it was pretty obvious that now it's the time to to really try hard and try to source and try to uh, ask uh, for for fully recycled fabrics not only for a jersey or not only for a one piece but to have to, to do the whole kit with uh, uh, with accessories and uh, so you can you can kind of kit yourself up in a fully recycled uh, you know kit so this this came together this was the this was the work of the last six months and it and and it all came together uh, to launch this spring summer so uh it is something again like something else something something different than uh, than everyone else does but at the same time it comes really within the, the brand and within what we are doing from the beginning yes it comes really natural because okay all the time that i get something isador with the isador brand on top of it the first really the first thing that jumps into my mind and pops up is actually the package itself package that is made of paper and recycled one not plastic and nothing like this and this makes everything already super 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 special 
So this is the first thing. The second thing is actually the material. Most of the things that I have from Isador are mostly made of merino wool. I have the new warmer in merino wool. I have different jersey in merino wool. And this was already a clear direction from Isador. Just try to get something natural and environmental, let's say, safe and friendly. And then, as you were saying, this second step was pretty, pretty, pretty natural. Still talking about the material. So the alternative line is all made of uh, polyester coming from uh, recycled PAT bottles, right? Right, correct. Yes. Yeah. And uh, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, so the, the, the jerseys are, are a blend of polyester and elastin, and it's, uh, yeah, the polyester is coming from, uh, from recycled bottles. Uh, and uh, when we were asking, like, for, okay, how many bottles, because it, it was kind of interesting, like, how many bottles do you need for, uh, for, uh, for this and this, for, like, let's say, one jersey? So, so you can get a pretty, pretty much a pretty decent est estimate, like, uh, it's, it's going to be one kilo of uh, PET bottles for, for, uh, for three meters. So uh, there's a lot insane. of bottles coming into coming into one jersey, but at the same time, uh, there's just the jersey, and then we have the bibs where we're also in terms of polyamides and elastin. Now you can really source the uh, recycled uh, yarns and, uh, and really source the right fabrics uh, to do to do the bibs, and uh, and uh, at the same time, like we always use uh, the uh, technically advanced uh, treatments for the fabric like for example for the for the bibs we always use the cold black uh, uh, treatment that uh, is, is keeping the uh, the the fabric cool uh, also during like the hottest or the, the sunniest rides at the same time on the, the with the jersey or the, the fabric uh, we use uh, antibacterial treatment uh, from swiss company hake so it was also not uh, it was important for us not only to source uh, recycled or uh, from recycled sources fabrics, but we also wanted to wanted like what I was talking in the beginning. We, we wanted them to be hundred uh, percent functional. You know that we can still use the the very performance driven treatments that are enhancing the the uh, the fabrics and the products at the at the eventually. Uh, and this this took some time. You know to. To really find the, the the right sources of this, the right suppliers, but it was totally worth it. And uh, only then we could say, okay, we have the whole line, we have the whole kit that we are hundred percent happy with. Cool. Uh, I was reading actually from your website on the section that talks about the alternative choice and alternative choice that also the chamois that you are doing is also recyclable, right? I did the recyclable chamois. Actually, it's something again we, we started from the beginning, like when we were sourcing for the very first chamois to our very first bib shorts. Uh, I went to a couple of Italian suppliers, and one of them actually still again like six years ago, like before it was even a topic or even. It, before it was really cool to you know to to source sustainably uh i, I, I was offered by recyclable chamois and it was it was a no-brainer because it was something that i never you know experienced in the bibs well, uh, from uh, wherever i wrote for a team you know that there was uh, never this uh, uh this this topic so that, that that was something from the beginning uh and uh now in the alternative line uh it's of course recyclable chamois, but at the same time we were trying to to find uh, 
uh, from Shemi that that comes from recycled sources, but this one uh, was not on uh, on the level we were we were hoping for, or not on the performance level. I would say functional level. Uh, so we had to kind of for the for now settle for a recyclable uh, Shemi that has the top layer, which is from recycled materials. Uh, but at the same time, we, we promised that we uh, that we need to work on this and we one day, that maybe even the next season or the season after, to come with a, a fully recycled uh, chamois. So you're really, really working hard on top of it. I can list that actually already. You have a perspective next year. Yeah, I mean, the, the alternative line, it has to be about this. This is this is what we are trying to do, like no excuses of, uh, you know, th this is this has to be 100% uh, sustainably sourced and... and uh, and uh, recyclable sources uh, used so this is where we really go nuts in, you can say uh, in this direction and then uh, of course all the other lines uh, and, it, and it, it kind of this is the playground we, we try to go this we, we really try to push the boundaries uh, in this direction of sustainability and eco-friendly alternative and then the, the, the idea is to to Kind of use all these experiences, all these uh, all these uh, possibilities that there is in this in this area, and use it for the for the for the main line, and to improve that one also. So we uh, we kind of set ourselves uh, a lofty goal to you know to uh, in 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 some time or in, in as as as. Uh, uh, as short time as possible to to eliminate uh, uh, virgin synthetics from from the whole line. This will of course uh, you know take some time to to turn every product uh, that will uh, that will apply on this. But as I say, like alternative is the playground is the is the let's call it the lab where we where we try to go like hundred percent is the, in this direction. Then use it for the whole line. Yes, you were talking exactly about um, the alternative taken like a playground where you really can push the needle forward to get everything that is pretty sustainable. And actually, maybe you can clarify to me because this is uh, something that I wanted to ask you that is not everything on the alternative lines, but probably also on the other lines, you can tell me more about that, is not everything only about the material, but it's also on the production that you are trying to commit yourself in a pretty sustainable way to produce everything. In what does it consist? Yeah, exactly. Like the, uh, in terms of production, we started to produce and develop within Slovakia. I mean, like we, it was for the first two and a half or three years, it was just me coming to the coming to various uh, producers here in Slovakia or in Czech Republic or even Italy. And coming there and with my ideas, with my designs, uh, with with my view on how I wanna, uh, how I want the, the the product to look like, what what materials I wanna, I want to use, and then uh, uh, the 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 fact that it was in Slovakia, if that it was in or in Italy, everyone has to have the Ocotex uh, uh, certificate, you know. Uh, which is the highest standard in the world for the for a textile manufacturer uh, that you can get. So this this was again something really important. This was like really natural uh, that we wanted to do it here within Europe, and we wanted to do it with uh, responsible people, responsible suppliers that uh, uh, are getting the idea of, of of producing a product that has the the least impact 
either on environment but at the same time like you know we more than a half of our products are produced in the in the clothing factory that we are lucky enough to to have here in the town and uh and there is another like the i would say community aspect of, of thing that you you know you i'm in the factory almost every second day to you know to check on something or you know, check on products or to have a have a meeting there with the people and you kind of uh, you know it's a small town where we live in and we have an office and um, uh, so everyone knows each other so it's really a community thing uh it's a, it's, it's a pretty cool thing to you know uh, that even you with your brand uh, that is uh, that is sold worldwide uh is helping the community or the people to to you know to have a have a have a good job and uh and uh, be part of of a project that has a uh, you know reaching far beyond the small town that we, we live in yes and yeah you're doing great on this actually on having a look on all the communication things and all the pros that you're um you are really put pushing into the market and another thing that i really appreciated about uh the the new lines or the alternative line is the design of it so you really um as i was reading from the website you really called some artists to really put in something like to write down and to draw to dry to draw down the idea on what is sustainability and you have done it via actually exactly calling artists to make the design of it and uh, yeah to draw them as well as something like putting in place really a good idea a great idea of sustainability how was the process yeah the yeah, it was all about you know the we wanted to to have this let's call it like a cherry on the top or just finish it off with a with really with the design or the the the, the prints uh, that it all had to be connected with what we were doing you know like okay we were we were we were successful in sourcing the right fabrics sourcing the right suppliers and then we wanted uh, we wanted something special also for the print so. We started to look that we we maybe we want someone coming from outside from from our point of view you know like we could do it because now i have uh, i have a designer or we have a graphic designers that they they they're very well skilled and they love to design prints for for the jerseys but at the same time i wanted something i wanted something special i wanted something that will, will come outside of our perspective uh, so that the the process was that we we, we started to look uh, uh, really hard for a for a contemporary visual artist within the within Slovakia, and kind of give give them the the, the space and uh, give them kind of a push or to promote them through this way. And uh, I think we picked the the three right ones for for the for this uh, for the launch of the brand, which with all of them very distinctive uh, style and. Uh, I think all of them they, they did really well and it all come come together really cool so it was just a really creative process of us giving them the canvas you know or the blank page and uh, just uh, explaining them like what we are doing why are we doing this and then it was all up to them and their they, their own styles and preferences cool and do you have a favorite one yes i do i mean yeah uh like the the most striking one is all, of course the one with the with the orca uh, and uh, you know the pink and dark blue yeah the soul sushi one 
yeah, Soul Sushi, that's the, that's the, that's the most striking one, but at the same time, I really like the, uh, the blueprint one. Uh, so it will be really hard to choose one, you know, uh, in, in summer to which one to go with. I, I think I will have to, you know, uh, rotate them day by day. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I actually also put my preference, I also really love the, the Soul Sushi also because it's there, you know, you have the Orca and yeah. Everything is there, actually. The old soul, I believe, is there. But actually, the, my favorite one is the vision of life. So in the women's line, and uh, it's the one that is yellow and purple. That's also an, another one that I really like. But it's only for women. So. I mean, they, the, all of the... Like, it was, it, what I really like that it all come together, uh, that it's, it's, not, it's not somehow... Uh, it's not, I would say it. Let me explain. It's... Like there is always this, or everyone, you, if you know the, the background of the line alternative, that it comes from recycled sources, you can find a, a small, uh, let's say, connection or small uh, small ingredient also in the design that it's going to connect you or it's going to, you know, connect a little bit with the environmental side of the, of the project. But at the same time, for someone who is not really familiar with it, it's... it's uh, you won't even know that it comes from recycled sources. So we didn't want to do something you know, straightforward and, and, I don't know, uh, you know, print uh, uh, green leaves or whatever on the jersey. We wanted to do it really in a, in a subtle and artistic way that uh, it's like with a good song or with a good, with a good movie or with a good book that, uh, you know, if once you, once you read it or see it or hear it, uh, you can take something your own. Uh, from from that and uh, you know uh, use your own perspective on 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 uh, you know translating what the artist wanted to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. If I can ask you a question, how does it work actually the printing process? So really, the putting the color on uh, on the jersey itself is it natural dyeing as well or? Yeah. So this is this is a sublimation print. That means uh, the. The, the color are printed on a, on a paper and then they are printed directly on the fabric. So there is basically no, you know, it's not like dyeing process where you need to use a lot of water and you, know, you need to use a lot of uh, even chemicals. Uh, so uh, this is a really clean process of sublimating print where the only uh, waste is the paper, which, which was uh, carrying the, the, the color and the, the paper can be of course recycled. So this is the this is the sublimation print, which is but this is known for uh, I would say 20, 30 years already, uh, and it's uh, it's it's way different from that from the dyeing process, you know. Yeah. So also this part of the process is completely natural, and that's great. Yeah, because I know that for example, I was reading around that most of the the waste and uh, the chemical things comes really with the printing the jersey themselves. Yeah, with the with the with the dyeing yeah, one. Yeah, I mean the chemical dyeing. Yeah, yeah. With the textile industry, it's really there is a lot of there is a lot of uh, uh, I would say progress also in the in the dyeing uh, process. Like now, there is like or if you dye in a in a Ocotex, uh, dyeing you know, houses uh, within Europe, it's it's there really needs to needs to be the, the high standards of using chemicals and recycling those the the water and the water usage. So there is being a lot of uh, progress made, and of course, like the dyed fabrics has its uh, uh, pros, and uh, of course, the the sublimation has its pros and cons. You know, so 
these are the two techniques we are using both of them like because for the for the for example for example the the merino wool fabrics don't those needs to be dyed in lots or in in, in bulk uh before so we are dying let's say 200 300 500 meters of 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 these fabrics uh, and then we and then if you do the synthetic or the polyester one uh then uh, those are printed with the sublimation print cool so just to touch the last couple of points then the really the black bone uh, the backbone sorry as i was reading also on your, on your website of your production at the moment is made mint merino wool so something pretty natural and really um sustainable environmental wise natural and recyclable and everything like this then now with the alternative line you have um everything that is recycled so a hundred percent recycled what do you see in the future do you think that there is something else in terms of fabrics or whatever that can be used in order to have everything with really low 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 environment impact for producing bicycle clothes or yeah i think i i see that the, these two things are gonna you know blend together at least for Isadora, I would say, like when I was when I was talking about the the lofty goals of you know eliminating the, the virgin plastic or the virgin synthetic uh, fabrics we are using now. So we were doing this already like two or three years ago. Every time a fabric pops out and we could use it, you know, to replace one of our fabrics that we that was kind of identical with the fabrics we are using, that we would replace those with the recycled ones. And uh, I think this, this, what I could see, like where the market of the, you know, fabrics or technical fabric fabrics are going, is 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 this only going to accelerate, and there is only going to be more and more options to do this. And uh, I want Isadore to be, you know, as I say, like uh, with, to to be to be able to to fulfill the, the the lofty goal as soon as possible. And I mean. The range of Isadore is, is pretty pretty wide one now, so it's not going to happen over over a day or over a year or something. But as I say, like the the eco conscious of every supplier is is really accelerating, and there is more and more options. And uh, I believe uh, that if we say like alternative line is now the the pinnacle of it or the the lab uh, for us or the really the as I said, uh, the uh, the incubator for this, then I believe in, in a couple of years it will be it will be possible to 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 not ten percent of your line coming from hundred percent recycled fabrics, but it will turn around to be let's say ninety percent that it will come from from recycled or uh, or uh, yeah, recycled sources, and on, and you will need to use only let's say ten percent. Uh, uh, of non-recycled for let's say some special occasions yes yes super 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 clear i have the last sharp question for you martin so for which kind of ride would you suggest to anybody out there to use the alternative line and for which kind of ride would you suggest to the people out there to use your signature jersey right so the alternative line, like we were really trying to to find the fabrics, the materials that they are they are identical with the fabrics that you would use for, you know, the let's say heavy duty, high performance, uh, hot weather uh, ride. You know, so this is 
so that the fabrics are identical with with what you what you buy uh, a jersey for for summer riding jersey that you need to perform you know uh, over you know the the hottest range of, of temperature so it's, it's basically uh, a summer jersey you know with, 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 as i say like the two mesh uh, uh, fabrics uh, which are super light super breathable and and on top of it they have uh, this the the swiss technology hake uh, which is antibacterial which which is then which gives the fabric then uh, even more odor resistance so this is this is the line that you can uh, uh, you can use for uh, the performance-driven rides, but at the same time, it's going to be uh, it's going to be fine if you also use it for your leisure or lifestyle ride over the weekend. And then, signature coming from uh, from a wool fabric. Uh, that's the core jersey of the of the lifestyle line, where we where we put uh, let's say a little bit more uh, uh, effort into uh, that it looks natural, that it looks uh, uh, you know more as a let's let's say your uh, casual clothing, uh, but again like with the with the uh, with the merino wool uh, uh, yarns performance, which is which is naturally odor resistance, which is naturally very breathable, and with the right combination of synthetic fabrics uh, that are blended into the in, into the fabric. Uh, it looks it looks naturally the the jersey, but at the same time it's, it's again like um, uh, very well uh, performing. Uh, but let's say it's 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 looking better on a or it's it's working better on the on the more of a lifestyle side of rides. Cool. Okay. Really, really, really cool. Okay, I'm actually done with the question. Apart from, do you want to add something, Martin? Anything? Uh... Not really. I would uh, maybe I would just add like uh, maybe that we are really proud of that we are kind of maybe the first one of the of the relevant brands out there or or one of the first one uh, to to bring let's say because I know there were efforts to bring uh, recycled polyester jerseys before but no one ever did it as a whole line as a whole kit you know that you can buy from from a from a bibs and a jersey and uh, accessories uh, so you know the, 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 and still with our size it's we are not like you know a, a mega cycling clothing brand but we can still we can still do this difference and we can still uh, you know it's it's it, we are really proud of to be on the front front line of this that's initiative but at the same time I, I i would like to just encourage all of the other brands that are far bigger and they have far bigger very bigger impact to, to maybe you know to 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 follow the the suit and to maybe also uh try to go this way because that's uh that's something it, it, it is out there and it's it's possible to make this choice and i i believe it's a it's a better choice cool yeah exactly it is a really like actually your final words because there are a lot of really really big and strong uh, bicycle brand and clothing brand and whatever even just the clothing brand if everybody would just for example from the beginning avoid plastic for the packaging this would be a great step forward and then if close to that you can also put uh, what is the production with material that are completely recycled or environmental friendly well, we're already a lot of step forward that and probably our planet is going to say thank you at a certain point. Yeah, that's right. 
Yes, cool. Anyways, I'm gonna put all the links to the line and everything down in the description. I've seen that the uh, alternative line is in pre-order now. So have a look to that, everybody, and yes, send the line to. Yes, go ahead. Yeah. yeah, and then it will. Yeah, it's it's for pre-order now, and then we will, will be available to order by the end of April. Cool. And then another thing that I wanted to encourage everybody to do: send out a line to to Martin, to Peter, to everybody around Isadore. They are really, really great, pre, pre, great people, and I think that you really appreciate when somebody's sending you a feedback or a couple of good words on the things that you're doing, right? Yeah, absolutely. Every feedback, even, yeah, you know, with like the, if you get the bad feedback or not, not very positive one, it's, it's far more, you know, important or actually valuable because there you can, you know, uh, make some changes and improve. So any feedback is always welcome. We, we like to, I mean, we like to, we like to hear a good feedback. We like to, we love to hear a good feedback when people are happy about what we are doing. But at the same time, we we're not afraid of, you know, if someone has uh, suggestions or or anything that we can improve. Cool, cool. Thanks a lot, Dan Martin. It was really, really a great pleasure, and have a nice sunny afternoon, and talk to you soon. Thank you, Stefano. Ciao, ciao. It was good to talk to you. Bye, bye. And thanks, Martin. Hopefully I recorded also the end, but thanks, Martin, for your amazing interview, your amazing points, and uh, yeah, the great description and the great work that you are doing. So to everybody of you, if you want to have a look to the new line, the alternative line, just go on Isadore website and you're gonna, you will find it there. And I think that the jerseys and the bibs are still in pre-order. And anyways, a lot of cool things are out there. So yeah, for sure, you are gonna find something cool. Um, what else to say? I think I'm gonna wrap it up exactly right now. Just I want to remember that 14th of April, this Saturday, from the city center of Cesena, will start La Resistente. You will find me on the table for helping you on the subscription and probably also on some uh, food points uh, in order for you to get the best out of your ride. And if you are there, just give me a shout and you're going to receive probably a sticker, worst case scenario, an i5 from me and probably a glass of wine or beer. I think I'm going to drink a lot of beers there, but that's another story. So just remember La Resistente, 14th of April there in Cesena and then nothing else than instagram.com slash calamarocc uh, probably you're gonna find some content on that night over there and uh, that night on that day over there is coming down the light so that's why I'm saying this bullshit and uh, twitter.com slash read calamaro facebook.com slash calamarocc Spreaker, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify a Google podcast, whatever you use, whatever you use for listening to some podcasts, you can just look for Broom Bacon and you will find me there. And don't forget to share this episode with your people out there. We all need a bit of popularity, right? Well, I will just tell you enjoy the rest of the week, ride a lot to your bicycle because I'm gonna do it. High five to everybody and talk to you soon. Bye.